0: Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am joined by my playing partner, Mr. Andrew Hansen, to discuss a unique tournament this week, a little bit different, but we're pretty fired up about it. So what what do you have to say, Andrew? How are you doing today?
1: Doing fine. Yeah, interesting week last week with Stuart Sink. Wow. uh, Pulling out the victory, good family affair there. And uh, wish I'd, I'd had more exposure to him. We, we talked about him on the podcast, and then he didn't make it into the final lineup that we gave out. But we, we had a, a decent PGA week overall. But you're right, it is a different format here, a team event down in right. <clears throat> down near New Orleans. Um, and uh, it, it's, it's a fun format, a little bit different. Uh, it's not quite the Ryder Cup coach, but it's the closest yeah. version here on the PGA
0: tour. Yeah, it's something different. It is the Zurich Classic played at the TPC in uh, Louisiana. It's in New Orleans. And uh, it's a a two-man duo, basically, is what it is. Uh, And defending champs are are John Rom and Ryan Palmer. Um, And it does play a par 72, 7,341 yards. So it's a nice little test. Uh, You want to Explain to the listeners and our members uh, sort of how this tournament works. Yeah, absolutely. It became a team event in 2017.
1: Didn't play last year because of COVID, but uh, the defending champs, like you mentioned, uh, Rom leading the way there with, with your man Palmer. And what we've got here in terms of a format is it's a cut event where 33 teams plus ties make the weekend. And it makes sense on the normal cut event where it's 65 and ties. So it's 33 teams and ties. And yeah. we have two different formats here we have four ball and foursomes. And the easiest way to think of four ball is best ball, where everybody right. in the group plays their ball out and you take the best score from your team. So if one guy makes a bogey, one guy makes a par, your team gets a par. And when you're on DraftKings and FanDuel, you're just picking a team. Like on, on DraftKings, they have all the names listed, but you can't pick two partners. You're picking one guy from the team, and you're going to get the, the team score. So on the first round, they're going to play that best ball format. In the second round, it's going to be foursomes, where you alternate shots with your partner. And one, one player will tee off on all the odd holes the other player will tee off on all the even holes, and then you alternate your shot until you hole it. And then the next hole, doesn't matter who made the putt, it's whoever's designated to tee off, whether it's an odd hole or an even hole. So that's round two, and then that's the same thing in round three and four. They go best ball ra- round three, foursomes round four. So you get both formats twice
0: if you make the weekend. Beautiful. I'll tell you, every time I, I think of alternate shot, shot, I have to laugh. It, it takes me back about 20 years ago. My brother and I were playing in a little event. It wasn't, you know, a big deal. I'm not a, a big time golfer, but it was a, you know, like a club championship type event. And it was alternate shot. And he's a hothead. If you know my <laughs> brother, he's not like me. And I was having trouble off the tee. I think I just felt the heat. So <laughs> I had twice he had to hit shots once with one foot in the water, he had to take his shoe off. <laughs> and the other time was sticks, like jamming him in the neck and everything. He's he's he was just like I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny if you if
1: you look at some of the scores in these past years, you will see some high scores on the yeah. second day because the first day you get that best ball, you can see a, right. a, a you know 63, 64 all day long. But then you see some 75, 76, 77s. In that yeah. second round, because a guy hits it uh, in the water. There's a lot of water here. Uh, you don't get to use the other guy's ball. you got to go play That's it. That's right. so, And yeah. then you've got that unique uh, you know, context of guys not used to not playing their ball all the way to sure. the hole. For a, yeah. Especially a lot of these guys are sort of middle-of-the-road PGA Tour players who aren't playing in the international
0: events every year. That's right. and that brings up the, the next point I want to make, perfect uh, segue. I think there's a big edge from both the Europeans and the Americans that get to play in these president's Cups and Ryder Cups because they're used to this uh, times 10. so they're doing the, the this kind of format uh, similar uh, with way more pressure than in this one. So big big edge I think to those guys and those teams and you'll see that. With some of my picks is you know like you said how many times has maybe the group of uh, you know Coke uh, Rack and Perez played a ton of alternate shot in big competition for example right or Spawn and Matt Jones you know I mean this I know they'll practice it but until you're in there and you have you're you know you're up against it it's a little bit tougher so I think that's a really good thing to to uh, keep track of as well
1: yeah exactly. And, you know, what I, what I, what I kind of looked at was uh, team performance here in this event okay. and obviously recent performance uh, for each teammate. But it's, it's also interesting that uh, some of these pairings change. You know, a team will miss the cut and then you'll see one guy pair up with somebody else the next year. And, right. then when, and then when partners do find success, they stick with it. And I think that is a big edge. Guys who've made the cut here multiple times as teammates uh, that's yeah. that's really key chemistry because they kind of worked out the kinks for all these guys who haven't played a lot of international competition team events
0: for sure what what does it look like since 2017 then are we we seeing any trends of guys that are consistently good here or bad either way yeah well we've got
1: we've got Roman palmer as that that recent victory right. um Kisner, here's Let's just jump in with my biggest key potential fade of the week, and it's Kisner okay. and Brown. Kevin okay. Kisner and Scott Brown have a, have had really good success here as teammates. They're very affordable, mid-tier price range. I think they'll be attractive picks. But Kevin Kisner's missed three cuts in a row. Scott Brown has missed his last two cut, cuts in three or four. And Kisner's been messing around with a different putting stroke. So okay. I think... I think we can gain an edge if we fade, fade the popular uh, pick there, uh, and, and hope that they hope that Kisner doesn't figure out his putting stroke in time. Right. So there there's one guy to to fade. Some of the other pairings that I like a little bit better with solid success here: Ustasen um, and Schwartzel, they tied for third back in eighteen. Okay. Um, Tringeli and Roberto Castro, they Ooh. tied for fifth. In this last event two years ago, and there's a, a mid-tier option at eight thousand, and Tringali just finished tied for ninth at the Valero, and Castro has made his last couple of cuts. He's one of those under-the-radar players. He doesn't play every week, uh, but he's decent, and uh, I like that chemistry. Okay. Yeah, it's a good. That'll be a low-owned one for sure. Yep. And. I'll jump to my favorite value pairing here. It okay. is Piercy and Akshay Batia. Now, Piercy won this event in 18 with Horschel, but Horschel's not playing this week. They've got different partners. So he's picked up Batia, that young lefty that you know that I that I like. And they're, right. o- they're only 6,900. So hmm. I-, I think Piercy as a veteran... Having won this event as a team event, we'll take Batia under his wing, and uh, you know, get him get him into the mix. And uh, that's a that's a place I'm looking where you can save some money this week.
0: Nice, very nice. Uh, definitely some some interesting combinations. Some that make sense, and some that you would think is how did those guys get uh, together to to play in this? But uh, it certainly will make it very interesting. There's no question about it. Um, I w- let me go over a couple of odds real quick here. Our, our betus.com.pa partners, uh, we always like to ch- sort of check out the odds because a lot of times they'll take into consideration not just winning the event but, you know, who's going to get through the cut and, you know, every edge we can get because, you know, the, the secret to success is to get all of your your guys or teams in this perspective through the cut. Line. So, you know, with only 33 of them uh, teams making the cut, it's going to be really a premium uh, to get those guys through. Um, also, uh, if you're watching this right now on YouTube, just real quickly, if you take a second, hit the thumbs up, the subscribe button, and click the little alert button up in the corner. Uh, really important to us, means a lot. We bring all these podcasts to you in front of the paywall. I want to thank some of our our sponsors: BetUS.com.pa, Monkey Knife Fight, uh, uh, Super Draft, and certainly uh, Bet uh, BetUS. So here we are, Andrew. Let me. I'm going to give you a little quiz on top of this. We're going to do it. I'm going to give you two teams, and I want you to tell me which one is more of the favorite in this event. Some a okay. little different twist. Oh, okay.
1: Okay. By the way, I, I need to correct something. I, I saw I misspoke about Horschel sure. not playing this week. He switched teammates from Piercy. He oh. is he is teamed up with Sam Burns, um, but I don't like Sam Burns' recent history here. So just as an aside,
0: interesting. Okay. Well, let's go right to that then. Who is more of a favorite to win this event uh, based on the odds at BetUS.com.pa? Is it Horschel and Burns? Or Rose and Stenson.
1: Ooh. Wow. Classic uh yeah. matchup here of Americans versus the the foreigners. Um yeah. I think odds wise, I'm gonna say they give Horschel the edge after that recent victory.
0: You're correct. The Horschel Burns team is twenty-five to one. <clears throat> the um Rose Stenson group is 33 to 1. So good call there. All right, how about these two? Um, Gim and Sue, two guys we've played. Uh, Is it them or is it Glover and Chez Reavy? Ooh. Another tricky one. That's a tough one. I'm going to say
1: that Glover, as the most prominent golfer out of that
0: quartet, has his team as the favorite. Correct. He's forty-five to one, that team gimsu sixty to one. And we'll give you one final one. Okay. Is it the combination of Morikawa and Wolf or Watson and Scheffler? Mm-hmm. Studs. Yeah. That's that's a close one. Um I'm
1: gonna say that Morikawa's team is the favorite, but I like the other team better.
0: Well, believe it or not, you're wrong on that one because okay. this is this is why it was it was really tough. Is Morikow and Wolf opened up at sixteen to one and remained sixteen to one. Watson and Scheffler opened up at eighteen to one and dropped to fourteen to one. Okay, so there you go. You're on the right side betting wise with Watson and Scheffler uh, against those two. So to give you the top ten real quickly, you've got. Rahm and Palmer, the defending champs, at seven and a half to one. Uh, how about this team? This oh, oh, Shoffley and Cantley. Talk about gunslingers. They're eight to one. Then you have Smith and Leishman, twelve. Uh, the aforementioned Watson and Scheffler, followed by Morikawa and Wolf. And then this is a dangerous team. Finau and Champ uh, could cause some trouble. And then the three uh, teams rounding out the top group Kirk and Todd, Willett and Hatton, who happens to be one of the teams that I like. And then uh, uh, Grace and Varner, the third. So there you go. Interesting teams, you know? Yeah. And I got some thoughts on some of these teams. I think Shoffley
1: and Cantley, probably the best duo in terms of. Overall skill, let's say in the last year or so. Oh, for sure. But win wins too. Yeah, but Cantley with those three missed cuts and that extremely disappointing performance at the Masters is enough it. enough for me to fade that group. And yeah. then Morikawa and and Wolf, uh Wolf has just been he's been a terrible real mess lately. I do not yeah. trust anything with him. Me neither. And, <clears throat> I mean. Morikawa can carry them in the four ball, but once we get to foursomes, if Wolf is, is off target like he has been lately, then that he's going to sink that ship.
0: Yeah, and I think
1: so too. Watson and Scheffler, the, the reason I said I like that group better is because Watson won this event back when it was a single-player event. Yeah. So he's got the great course history, and you get a nice little discount uh, over some of the other top teams. And... And, uh, you know, their their length is is kind of similar to the other group I wanted to mention, Finau and Champ. Like you said, yes, that's an interesting dangerous. pairing. I mean, those yeah. guys can smash the ball as, yeah. as far, if not farther, than anybody on tour. And I, I like how you'll get these pairings where guys are smart and they say, I, you know, I'm used to hitting certain yardages on certain holes and I, I want to play with somebody. Who's going to play the course the same way I am? And
0: those guys right. are a perfect, a
1: perfect example of that.
0: Makes a per, makes a perfect pair for sure. Uh, a couple of pay up the two pay up groups that I like this week, Andrew. Um, you know, I I really think Watson and Scheffler are a great deal. I'm, you know, you like them. Their odds, they're getting bet, and I I like them too. Scheffler's coming off that match play, uh, you know, run to the finals against. Uh, uh, our man Horschel. And, and, you know, I think it's just a, a good setup for those two. I think they'll be uh, strong partners. And I I know recency is very important. And I know that, you know, a lot of maybe uh, fish, if you will, that don't play this much, will just take the biggest names that they've heard that have won the big ones. But I still like Shoffley and Cantley. I, those two guys, you know, arguably, now I'll say arguably because Rom's in there, but they might be the two best single players of anybody in this entire event. I'd say those two and ROM are the top three. So you put two studs like that together, if they could shake, you know, shake it loose, you know, they're not gonna have to worry about day one, because if one guy does have a bad hole, the other guy carries them. And I just think these guys are gonna be so dangerous. And I know they're priced up, but I really wanna start, you know, with those two pairings. I think they can be top five guys, uh, pairings, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, and I think it's a, a much easier road if you work on that uh, duo on Fanduel. Uh, right, the, the pricing a little bit softer there this week, as usual. It is a lot yep. tougher on DraftKings to get uh, two high price groups like that.
0: It really is uh, DraftKings. You have to if you do that, you're really scraping the bottom of the barrel. So it's pretty much making the decision and then getting a few mid level, and you still have to go cheap on your last couple because the pricing is so tough. But FanDuel, you can put a pretty star-studded group together. And Yahoo isn't even offering this event, which I thought was really weird. But um, the only other group I wanted to mention, uh, and, you know, they're not cheap, but they're they're not in that upper number, Is and you alluded to them earlier, the two crafty vets together, Hazen and Schwartzel, that's just such a dangerous group. You, you know, you'd think between the two of them with all their experience and how crafty they are around the greens and on the greens. I, I just think they can cause some trouble if they get hot
1: too. Oh, I agree. ustason is the perfect partner for a team event. He makes every putt right so steady with tee to green. He's not going to get you into trouble. Um, so I like that. I like that duo as well.
0: Yeah. Uh, any other uh, picks for you? I know you're the, the champion of the value play. Anybody way down there? Long bombs you think you have a shot? Um, there's one more 6k group I'll, I'll, uh, save for the members,
1: but, uh, okay. I, I will circle back to, to Gim and, and saw 8,100. Uh, okay. so here's the, here's the opposite of, uh, uh, champ and Finau. We've got the shorter hitters, good right. tee to green. Um, and you, you, you may not need a team like that on Fanduel, but you, you need somebody in that. Uh, 8k range most likely on DraftKings. so there's a a candidate uh with a team that hopefully will at least be steady enough to make the cut those guys individually have been making cuts by themselves and uh, i think they can do it again this weekend
0: i just like that group because their names are only this big seven total letters between the two (laughs) (laughs) no doubt excellent all right well um we're gonna we'll wrap it up here. Uh, keep it short and sweet. It's I think it's gonna be a fun event. Um, if you haven't watched alternate chop before, it is a blast to watch because you can see, you know how they set each other up. There's a lot of strategy to it too. It's it's a uh, it's definitely uh, should be fun for sure. And uh, the weather's gonna be a little cooler uh, for this event. You know as you know here in Dallas, it's it's cold actually today, and that you know, weather's going to be moving tomorrow, uh, to our, uh, east. So there'll be a little chilly there, but hopefully dry and, uh, should be a fun event. It's a, it's a nice, uh, challenging course that, uh, you can definitely get into a lot of water trouble. There's no doubt about it. So, uh, you know, check it out. Hopefully you can take down some victories. I would recommend, you know, once you listen to the podcast, jump on, reserve any contests because there's not quite as big of a group of contests to choose from on the DraftKings and Fandals there usually is so some of the good ones are already filling up so you want to jump on there for sure um any anything uh to wrap it up Andrew no that's it yeah looking forward to uh, a fun weekend here fantastic well we really appreciate you uh tuning in join us at dfscoachtalk.com we post all of our lineups for this golf event tonight at, I think, 8 p.m., right in that neighborhood. So uh, if you if you want to jump aboard, we'll get you in Discord, and uh, you can take a, a couple swings at it here in golf. So we really appreciate you listening, uh, and we'll definitely catch you again next week as we look to crush it in DFS.